I love this album. Thank you. Why don't and, we, are we recording? Uh, no, uh, Let's I'm, wait to record. Okay. I'll still tell you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Here we go. to be here. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away. A song away. A song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me today to do a track-by-track of her album, A Simple Trick to Happiness, which comes out February 28th, so go get it. This is Miss Lisa Loeb. Lisa, how are you doing? I'm good. I actually, we, should, we could change it to a, a simple track to happiness, since we're doing tracks. <laughs> okay. Simple tracks to happiness. When you said that, I was like, oh, did I say the title wrong? I don't wrong? know, you but, said okay. it right. Uh, first of all, Lisa, I've done these track by tracks before when I have an artist back, like I covered their career the first time they were here. I'm like, how can I, how can I revisit them? So we just cover, we just, new album comes out, we go track by track, but it's always scary because I'm like, what if I listen to it and I don't like it? Oh yeah, that's bad. That's always bad when friends and people you know, or don't know, give you things to listen to and you, you actually... But usually you can be the Paula Abdul. You can find the, the good thing yeah, exactly. in it. You can, you can be the supportive teacher. The, the production was really good. Like oh, really thank you. good. I worked with Rich Jacks who, um, oh, you mean that's what you I would was say? Actually, yeah. <laughs> I was actually, You're talking about my record or like trying to find the good thing to say about it? I was it? trying to find the good thing to say, but okay, let's talk yeah, about yeah. your record now. Uh, first of all, yes, I, 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 I've been listening to this for a few days now and, and it's fantastic. And it's... Um, Thank Usually I think of you as, as acoustic guitar based, but this album seems more keyboard based. Am yeah, I we correct? We did a lot of piano on this and also a lot of things that aren't, you don't focus on what the main instrument is. Mm-hmm. I know, um, especially when I started out, I'd been making music for so long and guitar was so important to me since I was a, like an eighth grader and I switched from piano to guitar, um, you know, to play songs by the police and David Bowie. I, 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 I'm very guitar based in my songwriting ever since then. And that's like a million years ago. Yeah. So as I moved along, especially over the last few years, making a lot of kids music I made since my last grown up record, I've made three kids, three kids records or family friendly records. Yeah. Um, I write music. One of them is a lullaby. Uh, I, I mean, and in addition to those three records, I've made many, many other children's and family friendly records, but the records I made specifically with Amazon over the last few years, I made a nursery rhyme record, which we, we recorded over 30 songs and we used all different kinds of instruments. It's not like world music or anything. It's just, we might've been like playing on a drum, uh, playing on a guitar case or just a little ukulele, just something simple. Yeah. So you could feel like there's a person in a room. And then on my album, feel what you feel. It was really, again, more about the songs. It was most original songs and we were collaborating a lot my and I say we because I worked a lot with Rich Jacks who's a, a producer and a songwriter I've been working with a lot and, and again we like use the instruments that fit the songs and the collaborators we were working with so there might be banjos there might be a band it might be acoustic guitar and I got less precious along the way about I need to play every guitar and I need to do this and <laughs> I need to show what I can do I think because when I started with the song Stay I wasn't playing guitar in the video so I feel like I've had to defend myself my whole life like no I'm a real musician and that I really me. play guitar yeah so but lately i'm like eh I just want the songs to sound really good. Mm-hmm. And I get to sing them and work with other people. And then I made a lullaby record called Lullaby Girl that's almost like a jazz record. I, I play with Larry Goldings, who's an amazing keyboard player, and he was one of the producers on it. And we really wanted a lot of 
um, organ and piano and it just, it, it, it really, I, I sat next to a man who was wearing pants and shoes and a belt and like a regular man, man who had like a job right. in first class air in, in an airplane when I was working on the videos for the, um, the album Lullaby Girl. And, uh, he was really interested in, he saw that I was working on it and he listened to some of the music and he really liked it. Oh, that's so cool. even though it was like family friendly, it's really all these songs that grownups like, like In My Room by the Beach Boys and The Sun Will Come Out Tomorrow, which my generation of girls love especially. But yeah. but they're very sort of grown-up sounding yeah. arrangements. You wouldn't know it was supposed to be a kid's record. So anyway, cut to this new record, A Simple Trick to Happiness. The songs are very current. They're, they were written pretty close to when we recorded them. It Sometimes we'd even start recording tracks bef- while we were writing because I found also in my brain, I kept thinking and feeling that the thing that drives the song, some of my favorite songs, whether they're acoustic songs or Rolling Stones or, I don't, it's the, the there's something about the the timing and the pace mm-hmm. and the heartbeat of it. And so we were really trying to lock that in on certain songs. Um, so it became less about like, oh, I need to play acoustic guitar in every song. And in some cases I wrote with people who play piano much better than I do. And it just opened things up. There's so much more space and you're less locked into your typical habits when you're not using your main instrument. So we, we did on, we, we were mostly again, focused on the songs and less like, let me show everybody what I can do, you know? And did you, uh, do you play piano? I do play some piano. I'm not great. I've been sitting down more recently in my house and trying to play more because I enjoy it. And I, I feel like I'm turning into an eighth grader basically <laughs> I, without the homework. Like I'm, I'm trying to sit and play piano. I try to sit and play a little drums. I took a drum class the other day, drum lesson. Um, I, I take dance classes, like all these things that I love doing growing yeah. up, doing arts and crafts and doing things with sequins and knitting. And I didn't knit when I was a kid, but I loved, these were all the fun things, you know? And so I'm trying to do those, a simple trick to happiness is do the things you love to do and even take a lesson to bring you back to it, you know? And you can do these things with the kids too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of them I can, some of them they're like, mom, stop playing drums. (laughs) So this is your first proper, uh, I don't want to say, uh, we'll, we'll say grown up well, album a grown up. I since grown up. no fairy tale, even yeah. though lullaby girl, I love a yeah. lot. I love your reworking of uh, Fleetwood Mac's don't stop. Oh yeah. And, that was really, but fun. this one, uh, and that has two originals on it and yes. the rest are covers, but this is all originals yeah. co-written with other people. And as my daughter said, I've said this before, you might've read this someplace cause it was so good. She, the kids end up, I have a seven year old and a 10 year old and they end up having to listen to my music sometimes when I'm working mm-hmm. on a new record. Cause you listen to it over and over and over again when you're working on the mixes or the mastering where you have to hear how it all fits together. So on these long drives in LA to and from school, they'll have to hear the music, but sometimes they're like, Oh God, more, <laughs> you know, uh, more music. Cause they have things they want to hear. Um, other than me, listening to my music, but they, my daughter said at one point when I was driving her to school, she's like, mom, I think this is really for like people in their (laughs) twenties. So I'm like, okay, she gets it. Like it definitely feels like a more grown up record than the other sort of family friendly records. Right. Uh, that I have made. And I, it, we can't let it go that you've won a Grammy since the yes. last time I talked to you for Feel What You Feel, and that's a, a kid's album. Were you, uh, were you prepared to win? Did you, when you, when you, I mean, was there a ceremony? This wasn't There's one. There's a ceremony. It's okay. a pre, the pre-show ceremony is actually really exciting. It's, it's the, the actual ceremony that you watch on TV. It, it's a t- TV presentation. Okay. It's an event and it is very, it's, it's exciting. It's like all oh, the big stars are right. out there and they're wearing huge clothes and lots of makeup. And, um, but the, but the pre Grammy 
to me, really represents a lot of what the Grammys are really about and what the Recording Academy is about. There are so many different genres of music out there yeah. that everybody listens to. So you've got your like mariachi music, classical music, uh, and even within classical music, there's a lot of subdivisions. And and it really um, is the music industry, not just you know Beyonce, right. but other people who make music. It's celebrating their skill and their talent and their effort, and it's the community that's out there, and it's a huge. Uh, they they do it in an, in another kind of arena scenario. Yeah. I was actually one of the presenters as well. Oh, cool! I presented um, the classical music category, which was really complicated because it turns out in the classical music world, there's people from Italy and Germany and you know Danish people and Russian people it- and. Luckily, somebody named David won a lot, but it's kind of sad that <laughs> it was we complicated. It, it's kind of sad that we don't get to see that because you could educate the American people as to other music that's yeah. out there, other than like you said, Beyonce or Bruno Mars or right. or, or Taylor Swift, whatever it is. And nothing wrong with any yeah. of that, but yeah, yeah. It's, there's it's, other so stuff there's out there. Great music community out there, and in particular in the children's music category, I'm sure it's similar in other music categories. Um, although I think Americana and some of those uh, roots rock stuff like that has gotten very much like they don't know where to put music like my music you're not like pop music if you're looking at ariana grande maybe brandy carlisle but but i'm not like doing that i'm not exactly americana but that's what they've started calling people who are like playing instruments and singing songs (laughs) um but anyway it's 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 a very exciting time and it's it's kind of like friends and family like everybody's so excited and the children's music world is exciting because it really is a community as well there's there's always new people but there's a real feeling that people are trying to do music that you you really um try to make a big i don't know everybody's trying to make an effort to do something that they feel like is important to share right and so it was exciting. I was prepared to win and I was prepared to lose. I'm Good. from Dallas and I was like president of student council. Good. So I had to have like a little list. I also, when I did win, I, I truly wanted to make sure I thanked everybody, all my collaborators, all these people who had written songs with me, all the people who had played on the record, my babysitters and my in-laws and my, you know, everybody who makes it possible to do that. Yes. And the record I was really, I got to bring my co-producer Rich up with me because he also, you know, has so much to do with the sound and everything. We're, we're working, making the record together. Um, and he brings so many great collaborators in, but it's, it's a different ceremony. It's a little bit more down to earth. Mm -hmm. That being said, everybody's dressed up and it's exciting and people are excited to be there. So, um, it's a different event and I was excited to win for the record, feel what you feel, because there are a lot of values in it. Mm -hmm. Now I sound like it's religious school, but it's not, it's like values about positivity, others, positivity. And also I think I represent, um, a lot of the musicians who are in that category who are always trying to make music that's the best quality possible. Yeah. You know, we're, we're trying to just make music that's important to us that we want to share that hopefully they're good, well-written songs that are enjoyable to listen to and they don't like hit you over the head with the meaning of the songs either. So if I come to your house, where's the Grammy? Is it out? It's out now. It gets moved around the house because uh, certain people in the house don't want people from the st- like on the street to see it through the window because they might. You know, you, it's weird. Like in the olden days, a lot it, of our houses had these windows. I would put it right in the window. Right. Yeah. Like our Hanukkah menorah. It's yeah. like right there. But like uh, a lot of the houses were designed with these big picture windows that you can see right into the house. And now we're like, uh, we need privacy. So it, it moves around. You know. Well, good. Because I, I, I when I when I talk to someone that has a, a platinum album or something, I'm like, where is that? And they tell me it's in the garage. I'm like, no. Hang a on. lot of my, all my platinum records and gold records are in the closet. Oh. It's bad. I need to put them up. Hang I need up. to put them up. I think it's Celebrated. cool. I, yeah, I do. I, I, every time I go in my office and I'm like, oh my God, there's a picture of me with Cher. 
this should be out on some white piano, but I don't have a white piano. I've got my my grandmother's upright piano, but I should make space for these pictures because they, they bring back so many memories as well as the excitement. Like I just met Oprah the other day oh at an event. Oh my God. My friend invited me to go to an Oprah event and we ended up getting um, to go backstage and have a photo op. And it was funny because she said to the audience, she said, when you, or to the, the group of the VIPs who got their pictures, she's like, first of all, don't tell me your life story. This is not the time. But she did that really well because it's not right. the time when you have to meet right. 150 no. people. But second of all, she said, don't, you know, don't go home saying, I got my picture taken with Oprah. Say, think about the whole event of the day because it was a big event yeah. of the day and like you thought a lot about life and think about all that stuff. But I do think about all that stuff when I see mm-hmm. Cher. I'm like, oh my God, I was a kid and I loved Cher so much. And I, I would watch a Sunny and Cher show and I loved her costumes and, you know, it's just amazing to get to to think like, wow, I can't believe I've gotten to meet some of my music well, heroes, my, you know? My two friends that were just here when you arrived, Brian and Evan, they're a huge fan of yours and it just, just so happened to be happening when they're here. And so, right. and trust me, them getting your, their picture with you is, is, was their Oprah moment for sure. Oh, that's cool. I hope they think about the whole day, you know, how <laughs> they, I had them help me will. find the light so that our faces looked fabulous. <laughs> And I hope they post it. That will be fun. Right now, those pictures are on my camera and I haven't texted them. Oh. So right now they're like, I wish we could see that picture right now. Uh-huh. Uh, let's go with track one okay. off A Simple Trick to Happiness. How'd you come up with that title? It's A Simple Trick to Happiness is one of the lyrics from one of the songs uh, um, later in the I should album. know that from listening it's to okay. the album. It's okay. It's okay. And um, I just thought it was such a great way to encapsulate. I always, I always like philosophical titles for albums. Um like I had one called cake and pie mm-hmm. because every time uh, people say, would you like this or that in life? You're able to say you would like both things. So, and same with cake and pie. Would you like cake or pie? I usually want a little bit of both. Um, so this was a simple trick to happiness. It was kind of tongue in cheek because it, you know, sometimes happiness is not so quick and easy to get. Right. But that being said, once I started thinking about simple tricks to happiness, I'm, I'm going to start posting some on the internet, but there's so many small things that can make that when you appreciate them, they can make your life so, so much better. Um, in the song that we'll hear later, it, it goes between like things that you want, a faster car, a slower day, like all these things that can be actually contrasting each other. But, you know, even uh, coming in here and seeing like, oh, bowls of candy. Well, that makes me really happy. Oh, the idea that coffee could be later. That's great. Oh, my tap class. Oh, I took a walk yesterday. That was really the breeze on my face. And you start thinking of all these small things that you should be with and, and remember mm-hmm. throughout the day for your simple tricks to happiness. Well, here's track one. Doesn't it feel good? She says he shows up on time. He's really nice Shouldn't I be happy? He opens a door He wants to know me Shouldn't I be happy? I ticked all the boxes And everyone says They love us together So why am I feeling this way? Walk away, walk away, walk away. 
feel good. Now, we're only one track in, but uh, the album title has happiness in it, and these songs made me feel so sad. Well, <laughs> I, it, it's, it's funny. I, I always see the sad side to bring me to the happy side. Okay. I like to see, I, I like the process. And this is a song that hopefully will inspire you by hearing, you know, the first verses about being in a relationship that it, even though it looks great and everybody says it's great and it must be great, yeah. it doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And the second verse is more about a job, like being in a job that, you know, it's something you always wanted. It looks good on paper. You, you, you make enough money, but, but there's, this is, you live one life, you yeah, know, yeah. You and, have to and, be happy. and you have to be happy. You have to be respectful. I don't say that in this song, but hopefully people know, you know, you're not just supposed to like leave, you know, just leave a relationship. Boom. It's a process, but you need to look at your life and, and really, Again, like I have a whole album for kids called Feel, Feel What You Feel. And it is about that, like saying, oh my gosh, I'm really not happy. Like yeah. I need to make a change. And so hopefully this will be the little boost that pushes people um, to look at their life in all different kinds of ways and think, well, what do I really want? That's really kind of what yeah. this song is. I can honestly look at you and say that uh, for better or for worse, I've always only done things that I wanted to do or things that I... I that, you know, that made me happy. Right. Like I've, I've worked in jobs and I know after like a week and a half, no, this is not A lot of people me. don't. A lot of people don't. A lot of people you, I, I for myself can get years into relationships and, mm-hmm. and kind of know mm-hmm. and not move along. And yeah. I think a lot of people can, there's, there's obligation. Also, there's a certain amount of, of, um, maybe it's old school, but you know, where you're like, I got to tough it out. Like yeah. everything's not easy, um, which it's not, but there is a general sense of discomfort that can really show you that something isn't right. Yeah. I have, uh, I have friends from uh, college that, uh, after college, they just fell into jobs that they still have and they've never liked them. Yeah. And I would say for years, you know, why don't you look for another job? Oh, I can't, I, we, we have kids now. I can't do them. Like, yeah, you can. It's, it's, it, it won't be easy, yeah. but you can. Yeah. And, right. and that is again, like the Oprah moment, but I know. when I wrote these songs and when I was working with my, um, my collaborators, there was a lot at first when I, when I started writing the record, I was like, you know what? I'm going to write a bunch of sad love songs. That'll be fun. Sad love songs, you know? And then I realized what I think is even better because I would listen to songs that are really positive, like, like, uh, walking on sunshine. I keep thinking of, but certain songs would come on. I listened to, you know, different things that play a variety of different kinds of music. And I was like, you know what? That's what I want. I want a record with a variety and every record always has to have a lot of variety, yeah. but I want a record that feels, and I mentioned this sort of in one of the songs, but literally like, literally these songs are like post-it notes. They're, they're those little phrases that you write to yourself that you want to keep with you throughout the day. Right. They're like, if you had a tattoo, it's some important information that you forget, you know, and like in my daily life with my kids, I, I, and with my job, I end up sitting next to people on airplanes, talking to people walking in and out of school. And I'll say something to them that they never thought of as like brilliant information right. or advice. And you might hear it and be like, oh my God, I never thought about that. Or I'm, I forgot that. I'm so glad I met Lisa Loeb it, today. Yeah, no, no, but you know, like, like uh, reminding somebody like, oh, do you, do you really like your job? And somebody might, to you, that's like a normal question. Yeah, I ask yeah. myself every day, like, well, what does today look like? Is there anything that can make me more comfortable? Do I need a nap? Like, right. should I have scheduled more babysitting? Do I want to spend more time with my kids? Do I need to, you know what? I'm constantly like the voice in my head thinking, you know, how can I respectfully make this day better and make my life better? <laughs> Some people totally forget. And so I wanted it's songs true. on this record to sometimes have that element, sometimes just by putting up the mirror. Yeah. Let's, ho- uh, let's go with track two. That's my friend, David. Hey. David, this is Lisa. Hey. 
How you doing? <laughs> this is a skeleton. If I'm gonna be honest, you're not the one to tell. Put it in my pocket. I'll keep it to myself. I wish you cared. At least you played it well. You got me. In all the silence, I tend to make things up. You think I'm static. You think I think too much. You keep your distance. You keep it just enough. You got me. Uh, I don't have. I didn't have the uh, the liner notes to it. Who's singing uh, with you there? That's Scott Effman. He's one of the two collaborators on the song. Scott and Rich Jackson. I wrote the song, and Scott had such a great. Our voices just blended really well mm-hmm. together, and he also played a lot of guitar and uh, to create that kind of machine sound. We wanted a lot of space in there. It's funny. I was just thinking to myself that even though it's a collaboration, it's such a song that I would have written just my whole life. A very mm-hmm. typical song of mine from back when I started writing, especially in my college years, which some of those songs ended up on my first major label albums. But it's such, it, and it, again, like, and I was thinking, how does skeleton relate to happiness? But again, sometimes just venting or just sharing your fears or <laughs> right. sharing your vulnerabilities. Like this is a, kind of a song about somebody that I was fr- friends with. And mm-hmm. I always thought, like I, in my mind, I thought of it, the relationship as a really big deal. But also in my mind, I always have that fear that like, they didn't, they didn't think it was important at all. Right. That that imbalance in a relationship is just devastating. But we, you know, one of my favorite movies is Ordinary People. I, I like devastation. It, it it lifts me up. You know, like there's something about drama that lifts me up. Well, that 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 feeling of longing. There's a, a bittersweet feeling about it. Well, that makes a lot of sense that you're saying this because again, the the songs on this album, I love them, but they they do they I have I've mixed uh, you know it's, it's like a sadness when I'm listening. It's Hopefully after yeah, bittersweet, perfect. Uh, now, are you are you open in your real life or do you get it out in your song only? Do you know I, what I mean? Are you? I I'm a fix it person. Okay. I'm I'm much more. Um, I forget which side of the brain that is. That's probably the right side that I should know that it's my right side of my brain. Um, I'm, I'm a, a fix-it person. When something happens, instead of feeling it, I like to say, that really made me angry. This is the way we're going to fix it. Gotcha. Like, I don't like to sit in it. So the writing is the time to really do that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm working. That's one of the things I'm working on. <laughs> but I like to fix stuff. I like to explore things emotionally in, in music and in writing. Let's go to track three. Let's go with another day. Some of the days are not enough Some of the days can take a while Some of the days you lose, you fall, you slip, you take a hit But some of the days can make you smile But everybody knows that life can change like the weather And everybody wants the things they know to stay the same But we're not gonna last forever And nothing's ever meant to stay But while we're on this ride together 
Let's do it for another day. Some of the times you know uh, your voice has not lost anything. I mean, it sounds, you know, cause you know, you go see some artists and you're like, oh, they sound pretty good, but they don't sound like they used to, but you sound exactly the same. I, I drink a lot of water. I sleep a lot. And I, well, I mean, I sleep an appropriate amount. I'm right. not like sleeping a <laughs> lot. Sleeping. I wish I was sleeping a lot. And I'm, I'm really into, again, like training, like working with a voice teacher, warming up my voice, yeah. taking care of my voice. Um, that's your instrument. Yeah. You and also there's a great thing called editing and <laughs> multiple takes, <laughs> but, um, it's funny with the song another day, it, we recently, we were shooting videos for every single song on the record. Oh, really? Oh, and um, we were shooting a video, uh, we were shooting a video for another song and then we were, we were doing Another Day after it. And I, what I really wanted for the Another Day video was just people from all walks of life, mm-hmm. especially just the basic things in that quotidien, the very daily small things, right. you know, the like, you're reaching for something and your coffee spills over and you're like, Ugh, and then you clean it up and then you're tying your kid's shoelace and you're trying to get to the place mm-hmm. on time. And you're just like the small moments in everybody's life. But then there's that one thing that like makes you happy. Yeah. Like you, you see your kid's face or something really, they walk in with some, I, I don't know. I just had this whole thing mapped out with all these different people in the video and their home and their life. And it was like their own home movies, but it was impossible to do that. That's yeah. just it, it, a lot of production and a lot of budget that we don't have. And it was funny because at the end of the first video, I had to put things back in place. We were shooting at my house. So I was like picking up paintings and moving sofas and doing, and I was like, shoot this. This is the video right now. Me doing all the stuff, picking up the socks and putting it in the thing and doing this and putting the picture back and doing this and finding the coffee cup where it's not supposed to be and (laughs) trying to fix my face. And, and then all of a sudden seeing the photo of the family or the, Mm. the poem my daughter made. And just that moment that like melts your heart. And that's what that song is. It's just, we're all going through this and a lot of us have this all the same thing over and over again in these small frustrating moments. But then there's also the small, beautiful moments. And that's what that song is. And it has kind of like this prayer quality about it. Yeah. And we end up with like almost a choir in the song at at one point, but piano on that leaves a lot of space for that to happen. Making a video for 11 songs, that is quite an undertaking. We've been doing it for all the records. Like on my nursery rhyme record, we made over 30 videos on my feel what you feel. I think we did eight or nine. We were supposed to have more, but they didn't quite get done. Can we see this on the website? All of these are on YouTube, on my personal YouTube. um, And some are on Amazon prime. You can see them. But there's videos for everything. Right, cool. Apparently, people listen to music by watching it on YouTube now. All right. That's, yeah. that's, that's what happens. Uh, this next one is track four, This Is My Life. Riding on the water line Trying to figure out if I'm above the fall Maybe I should take some time And practice staring at the wall See the half that I can see Then I woke up, didn't know If I had fallen back to sleep Was I dreaming? Am I dreaming? Is this happening to me? Yeah, I woke up and I noticed All these little things Someone pinched me Hey, this is alright This is my life when you go out and tour with this album, do you, will you be with a full band? Um, I don't do like t-shirt tours where I'm out for six weeks or something. Right. So each show is different. Like I've, I'm playing some shows in LA. I'm going to be at um, Amoeba 
playing on March 5th, like a short thing. And I'll okay. be with uh, Kazumi, who played a lot on the record. And he's a musician I work with a lot who plays piano, ukulele, electric guitar, acoustic guitar, bass, uh, cajon. Like, like a one-man band. Totally. We just went to Japan together in, in, in September and played a bunch of songs. So it really depends on the place and mm-hmm. the situation. I have a band. I play just solo as well. I can play a lot of the songs. So, okay. And this song, it's funny. This is my life. We did a video for this where I'm doing this huge game of Jenga, actually. You have to see the video. It's amazing. And... It, it, huge in that it's uh, it's a big it, it's a big it's, Jenga game the pieces are Jenga yeah and it's okay. like actually being played so there's a lot of suspense but it's funny when we did this song I was really kind of obsessed with the production of it because I wanted the verses to be very tight almost like a spoon song like dunk, 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 very muted but then I wanted the chorus to break into like Randy Scouse get by the mount monkeys like yes. just rap, sh- 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 you know like super compressed lots of drums lots of noise lots of stuff and it's it's almost swishy sounding I think you did it I think and, you got and we there. got it but we kept having to add and add and add because it's this contrast of this kind of over intellectualizing every moment like is my glass half full or is my glass half empty am I on this side of that or this you know like what, what's going on and then you're like whoa this is so cool this is my life like I said going in my office and being like whoa, I'm at Cher, you know, like yeah. I met Mickey Dolenz. He's saying Randy Scouse get, I, I get to like go play on a cruise ship and like eat candy in someone's office whenever I want, you know, like Life is this good. is awesome. Like things are good, even though it's tough, it's awesome. Yeah. And, and having that appreciative, whoa moment. Where do you, um, see, that's how I feel when I get to, when I get a musical guest in here to sit down for, you know, however long I have, right. it's, 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 it's fun for me. It's uh, I love it. And uh, where, where do you record an album like this now? Is this a, is there a home studio? Do yeah. You, go, you do? It's it's not at someone's home, but it's Rich, Rich has his own studio okay. um, in Koreatown. And we did most of it there. We did go to another home studio in Thousand Oaks, which is a beautiful studio that had a beautiful drum room and everything. But we were able to get most of it done at Rich's studio. Um, and whenever we could, or, or across the way, um, there's another studio that, that our friend Bill has that we worked in. But... Wherever we can, when it makes sense, like for this, we do drums and bass and stuff at the same yeah. time because it feels better. Um, and in some cases, we did really layer things in a very modern way that didn't need um, that didn't really need us all playing. We were able to get that energy right without us all being in a big studio. And is uh, are the songs fully formed before you go to record them? Well, that's what I was saying. Some of the songs are fully formed. Okay, um, always the lyrics are done. But what we we did start recording some of the tracks. Like especially the first song, and there, um, we we needed to have some of the track there to create the right energy to write the rest of the song gotcha. on top of it. All right, let's move on to uh, this. Is, this is one of my favorites on the album for the Birch. They bought it for the Birch, then the Birch was gone. She planted daffodils. Life goes on. They almost lost it all When the winter came She started over Seasons change Looking at her picture I can almost hear her saying She'd say Kick off your Mary Janes And your coat and gloves And hang your hat It doesn't matter where Come sit beside me we could talk about it Wish that I could go back there ooh, ooh. When I lose my way I lose my life ooh, ooh. What would she say to me tonight? 
take once all the songs are recorded? Uh, how does, long does it take for you to figure out the perfect sequence for this album? Because <laughs> this has a great flow. I would think that that would take so long to figure out which song goes into the next one and and all that stuff. I. It does. In fact, I have memories. Like I know um, for Lullaby Girl, I, our family takes a vacation every year. And the I always take a lot of walks around this one place. And I'm like, now that one place is always going to be Lullaby Girl. Because I was listening over and over to different versions. Because to me, it needs to always feel like it, you never want to go from the hot tub back into the cold pool. Right. You want to, but you want. It's a good way to put I it. I always wanted to have certain songs like that song to me feels like an upbeat song. Yeah. It's kind of got the boys of summer thing where it's just like moving forward. Mm-hmm. It's rambling and it's, and it's got that sentimentality and it literally is sentimental. It's about, you know, looking at an old photograph of back in the olden days, personal relative, a woman who's like strong back before it was like strong feminism. It was just like no nonsense people right. getting through their lives with no nonsense advice. Like sit down, kick off your shoes to tell me about it. Tell me what's going on. And that can, again, bring you happiness, just being able to vent. Um, sometimes it costs a lot of money if you're going to see a shrink. But, you you know, to vent and to just to have those, uh, be able to have those feelings. But um, it takes a long time to put things in the right order. Because yeah. also emotionally, if you get someplace psychologically in a, one song, you don't want to revert back to old thinking in the next song. It, it, it takes a long time, and I'm very, kind of crazy about it, both the key, the tempo, the meaning, the feeling. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, anytime I listen to an album uh, top to bottom, I feel that way. I'm just like, how, how did they figure out exactly which way this is going to go, the, the story it's going to, and the journey it's going to take me on? It's also crazy too, because knowing, is anyone going to even listen to this in order anymore? That makes me crazy too. But at the same time, I'm like, I still have to put it in order. And there has to be like an A side and a B side, mm-hmm, Yeah, even though it's just one long you know, it's not that long. It's like 35 minutes. But. So the next song is track six. Is this the last song on the A side or is it the first song on the B side? You know what? I have to remember. I have to look at the list because there's 11 songs. Yes. Yeah, this is the last song on the A side. Okay. This is most of all. Actually. Or is it first song on the B I side? I know this most of all. When the baseball game's on the TV up above behind the bar. I miss you most of all. When it starts to rain and there's no umbrella in the car I miss you most of all When all the bicycles are leaning like brothers in the park In the spring, summer, winter and fall That's when I miss you most of all Nice drum sound on that one. Thank you. That was one that was recorded in a studio where okay. we did drums and, and, um, that song I wrote with, um, KS Rhodes, his name is Kevin and we met and we, we got together and wrote a couple songs mm-hmm. for the record. And that one again, it just, I don't know. It's just so it, it, memories, it's memories. And it's, it, I, I think the happiness in it is just being able to be vulnerable and be able to be in the middle of it. And to me, it felt more like felt almost more like a song by another band. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know. Like it's all piano based. Yeah. And our friend Adam Levy, who played on Lullaby Girl, came and played electric guitar. So you, you just meet you meet someone, a fellow musician, and then how do you guys just decide, let's write some songs together? Well, I really, we got along well. We, we met in Mexico at this um, fundraiser for the school in Mexico. Our friend Skip Bishop, who's a great radio promotion guy who mm-hmm. I've been working with, I met him when I was promoting Stay. He was the main radio, pop wow. radio promoter. And he had such a great... 
um, sense of humor and so much heart, especially in the middle of like this music industry. And he would call every week and say, Lisa, the songs are going up the charts. It's at number 19. <laughs> just want to let you know. And um, we just stayed friends. Like we hang out in the West Village. If I'm there in Nashville. And he has this great fundraiser. So he gets all these great country artists and songwriters and also non-country artists like myself to go to Mexico. And we, I hung out with Kevin and I heard some of the songs he had written for somebody else. And I was like, oh my God, we have to write a song together. I'm so jealous. <laughs> so we got together and we, we actually were working on, um, I think at the time somebody had asked us to write a song for a TV commercial. So that was kind of like a, okay. <laughs> a kicking off point. But we ended up just writing two songs for ourselves. And are both of those on this yes, album? this and the song Wonder. All right, that's that closes out the album. Yes, exactly. All right, here's uh, track seven. This is Shine. All the small things that happen today Could be the big things that get in your way But don't lose the spark in your eyes Keep your heart open wide You know you have everything Then you'll have everything That you need inside To shine To shine Are your, uh, are your kids musical? Do they have some talent? Yeah, well, my son was taking drums for a little while He lo- They both love music My daughter plays a little ukulele and um, they love music. They know music. They yeah. know musicians. I mean, they actually have met a lot of musicians, but they actually like, they love music. They're kind of obsessed. Yeah. That's um, how my uh, youngest is. Yeah. So hopefully they'll continue to, um, to develop some playing and singing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just have it in them. They love it so much. Are they, uh, are they Spotify kids? Is that They're where Spotify they find? Spotify kids. Man, we, the other night my husband and I were like, when we were kids, and I'm older than my husband, I'm like, when I was a kid, my, my mom had to like drive across town to the record store to yeah. Bill's, like to find brand new key on vinyl. And it wasn't like vinyl, it was just re- a record. Right. <laughs> you know, to fi- we had to like, or we had to call, ra- my daughter had had some fun calling radio station recently to try to request a couple of songs. And I was like, that's what we used to do. Yeah. We would all the sit time. and call on those phones, like dialing uh, radio stations to ask them to play Bohemian Rhapsody or whatever. Like, we, you could only hear the song and then the next, you could only hear it if it was on the radio. And then the next stage was the hi fi's that had like the cassette tapes inside of it. And then you would record the radio program Yes, and you would, or you'd have your like handheld recording and device. just hold it up to the Just speaker. hold it up and then you would listen to it over and over and over again. You know, it was just so <laughs> Now they can just, they just push a button. They just say, Alexa, Rhapsody. play this. And, they, and it's That's just right. There. They don't yeah. even, have, they can just call it out. Yeah. It's like the it's like the Jetsons. It's, it's like Space Age. It's crazy. What I do like what I do like is that my kids take advantage of it and really listen to a lot of different music, a lot, and they control what they yeah. like and they they listen to it. But they're open to listening to new things. What I don't like is often we speed through songs. There's songs I'm like next, skip it. When you have a, a record player in your room, it takes a lot of effort to get out of the bathroom, the go to Hot up, Rocks, yeah. pick the needle up. Oh, I don't like the song. <laughs> Find the beginning of the next song. Don't scratch the record. It, it's a whole different thing. And, and that would be Hot Rocks is what well, you're Well, I listen to Hot Rocks a lot getting ready for high school. <laughs> or like, you know, Bowie, Hunky that. Dory, yeah. or, you know, certain records I would just listen to over and over again. That's my favorite Bowie album, oh, Hunky so Dory. Good. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, 
Let's go to track eight. This is Sing Out. I was trying too hard to fit in Make me feel like I belong to something But it hurt in my heart Hiding a part of who I am Wasting my days down on myself, down on my life and everyone else. I thought they would understand, but it wasn't about them. It's my parade. I'll make it great. Blow my horn, throw confetti, celebrate. You can march, you can dance every moment. Your chance to be yourself and sing out. There's a story inside me to tell. There's my okay. Americana moment. Yeah, yeah yes, that Take definitely drum. that's Four definitely your Americana moment. Now that's uh, now Lisa, we're on track eight. Do we, how are we doing on time with you? Uh, I have about like eight more minutes, but can I tell you that you song can. "Sing Out" was. A song, the one song that wasn't really written close to the record being made. I, I wrote that song with a guy named Eric Lumiere, and I really, I think it was in the middle of doing all this family-friendly music. I was like, I want to write, I want to teach the world. No, actually, Eric does a lot of music that gets these beautiful, lush songs that get put to dance tracks, okay. and they get really popular in Europe. Um, but I was getting ready to go play a Pride Fest in Nashville, Nashville Pride, and I was so tired of doing political events and awesome pride parades and <laughs> I, I'm not tired of doing the events, but getting up and playing my song Stay or mm -hmm. some of my popular songs, which I'm happy to play because people are happy to hear them. Right. And that makes me very proud and I'm excited about that. But the songs are always 100% inappropriate for whatever event. I want a song that feels like we're at the thing and then the song comes on. Right. So I wanted to write that song. So Eric and I wrote that kind of based on things like I'd like to teach the world to sing. Even in the song, when you get to it later, there's a big la 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 section that mm -hmm people sing with me. And when I play it live now, people sing that part with me and it's overlapping. That's and, great. That's what you want. And so that's what I really wanted. And it's a song about celebrating yourself and who you are, um, especially geared toward the LGBTQ community. But it's really for anyone to really remember, oh, wait a minute. It's again, that, that light bulb moment where you're like, I'm in my life, I'm hiding who I am to whatever extent you are. And all of a sudden you're like, wait, this is my life. This is my parade. I can, I should, it's a good you know. sentiment. Yeah. So we wanted it to really capture that in that song. All right. Let's go to track nine. I want to go first. I want to go first, maybe burst into flames. The chute doesn't open or just die on the plane. The way's not important. I just want to explain. I want to go first, and that's all I'm saying. Eaten by zombies or swallowed by sharks. If there's anything left, they can use my good parts. I know it sounds grim, but it's really the truth. Cause nothing is worse than a life without you. I don't care if it all comes down. Me. 
So when you write lyrics uh, to I Want to Go First, are you thinking about a, a spouse or the kids? Who, who do you it's think about? It's not your business. It's none of your business. <laughs> when I started writing songs, I didn't want anyone to know what I was talking about. And so they were very mysterious. Okay. This is, it's, it's... <laughs> You know, and it, it's funny because when I play songs live, it can change who I'm thinking about. Okay. I literally could be thinking about the cat sometimes when I'm singing songs <laughs> on stage. I might be thinking like, oh, okay. I love that Sweetie McGee. She's so sweet. Or she's so fluffy. Is that your cat's name, That's Sweetie my, McGee? Yeah, Sweetie McGee. Tiny, teeny, <laughs> tiny Jackson. Yeah. But anyway, um, that song, it's, uh, I always have to say this, but my parents, they heard that song. They're like, you're going to put that on the record? It's very, very depressing. <laughs> I'm like, it's like Edward Gorey. It's supposed to be sardonic, like humor and music, but also the extent to which your love can well, go. Here's the thing with you is y- your voice isn't depressing uh, and the music's not depressing so much, but, the, but yeah, the, the, the lyrics are, are, are for this one are like, I was just like at the kitchen table the other day and I was like, just a big sigh, like oh, and I start thinking about my kids and my I wife know, and, and our cat, and I was just like, oh my goodness, what are I you know, doing to me, Lisa Loeb? I know it's heavy, and it's funny too because when we first started writing this, there's a lot of humor in songwriting. When we get together to write music, mm-hmm. half the time we're just laughing our asses off because <laughs> we're like, what if we said this? That would be hilarious. And of course, we end up not doing that because we want to write poignant yeah. songs. But for this, yeah. we did decide to just sort of mess around. Well, there is some and, funny lyrics yeah. in there with the zombies and yeah. everything. It's, it's uh, but uh, but then the sentiment is like. Oh. The Sentiment is like beyond like emotional. Yes. Uh, Okay. Track 10 is the upside. Always here, never late. A bigger house, a smaller plate, a faster car, a slower day. A simple trick to happiness. Is having more and wanting less Sometimes it's hard Just trying to do my best Today's the day that I could turn it around Cause nothing's keeping me down I'll see you on the upside Cause don't you know it's high time To see the world is ours To go and smell the flowers and open up our eyes I'll see you on the upside A million Again, every song is great. It's funny because when you make records and back in the olden days, um, before we had digital formats like this, we would have people, sometimes the assistants at the record companies, would make what was called a tips and tail. Tips and Tales, okay. which you would get a cassette tape with the beginning of the song and the end of the song, and then the beginning of the next song and the end of the next song. So you could hear how it transitioned. Okay. Because you miss, you're missing a little, by listening to just the beginnings of the songs, you're missing a little bit of where the song gets but to. But we want people to buy the yeah, album, we want, so Exactly, that's but I'm just saying, like, the two songs felt a little bit similar back to back. Yeah. This song, to me, it's it's totally, whenever I, whenever I hear this song, it, it's very pensive, but it also definitely feels like the sun is still down. You're like, we're waking up so early. And it's that moment of like, oh, a day, another day. But then you drink coffee and the sun feels like it's rising and everything's going to be okay. And today's going to be a good one. And, you know, slow motion, you're driving. You know when you're driving, and this happens in Los Angeles a lot because we'll have these beautiful bright flowers all year mm-hmm. around. And it's almost like you're driving slow motion and you have that coffee. And so you feel like, okay, everything's going to be okay. How long, uh, how long have you lived in L.A.? I've been here almost 20 years now. I can't yeah. believe it. I did live in New York during my L.A. Mm-hmm. living. I've lived there probably three or four years. 
periodically while I still had a house here, but mostly LA. Yeah. I've lived here 25 years. I love it here. I really I, love I it. I really do. A lot of working creative people. Yeah. A lot of, it's like the sun will come out tomorrow. You're like, I think we can do this. Let's put on a show. <laughs> Most of the time it's like, wah, wah, things don't happen. But you have this weird feeling like yeah. something's going to happen. Yeah. And, and, and if you're, if you hang out with uh, creative people, yeah. stuff is happening for people in your, in your, yeah. you know, in your, uh, what do I want to say? In sphere your, or whatever. Yeah. But also things are not happening for people in your, things yes. are, are falling apart as well, but we're all here for each other. Yeah, ebbs and, and flows. Depends Depends on your community too. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, well, in your community, all your friends are saying Lisa has a new album out. Yay! I hope you know. Actually, at my dance class, I was like, I should tell them. I should tell them my dance. My, I should tell them my new records coming out. No, yeah. I don't want to bother them with that. I should tell them. No, I shouldn't tell but them. If they, I should tell them. If they find I think out, I'm text if, them. but if they find out and you don't tell them, they're gonna be. Why didn't you say something? I know. I, I uh, another dad at, at my daughter's school who's a musician. Mm-hmm. Recent, well, like a few months ago, sent out an invitation to a show. Okay. I think it was a record release show. And he did it the perfect way where it was, I didn't feel like I was, somebody was taking advantage of the school list. Mm-hmm. And yet I did want to know, like, yeah, what yeah. so he did it in the perfect way. And I have to go back and look at that so I can tell the can, 700 parents I know that I have a new record. Cause you know, you can, whatever he did, you're going to do. Yeah. Uh, track 11 is wonder. What can you tell us about wonder? This was also written with Kevin and it kind of is the glue. It's kind of the transition song between lullaby girl and this record. It's easily a song that could be on like Mm. a a classics and standards record. And it kind of leaves you in that, that place we were talking about where you're like, Hmm, there is magic in the world. Anything is possible. (laughs) Let's hear it. all around you you might start to see that everything is magical and full of mystery oh there's so much wonder in the world waiting for you to find it has always been there it's just sometimes hard to see You have to use more than your eyes And soon you will believe Oh, there's so much wonder in the world Waiting for you to find Now, I don't know the inner workings of uh, Lisa Loeb's career But I want to ask you have, Have animated films ever come to you to to write songs for you know, a Pixar film or, or, or a they Disney should. film. They should. <laughs> they should. Because when I hear these I songs, know. I'm like, what, uh, what's going on? I, I talk to my mom. I know she's like, this is perfect for every it, yeah, but most right. of the songs, right. Most of the songs on every record do f- really feel like they could fit beautifully into mm-hmm. a lot of animated films or regular films. Yeah. I've been making a huge um, effort lately to connect with music supervisors. I know a oh, lot of good. people through the many years. Good deal. And also young filmmakers and young writers. I'm looking around here that's a screenwriting class to get together with young filmmakers, filmmakers, people making short films, anything. I'm always very open to, um, to doing, to, to having songs and films and not only, you know, we put our heart and soul into these songs, yeah. but we can easily get together and write a song in a day. Absolutely. It just happens. So, um, it's something that I, it's, it's right there. It's something yeah, that that's needs to happen. That's my wish. That is my wish, that is for, my wish Lisa for us. Loeb. It should be it. it could, because people really, again, they really hear music by watching it sometimes. Yeah. Giving themselves the space to he- really hear it. Yeah. Toy Story 5. We got Lisa uh, Loeb songs here. I know. Uh, Lisa, I want to thank you so much for coming and doing this today. I know you were, uh, we, 
we uh, we didn't have a, a big window with you, but we I think we really crammed it in there. I think we did it. Yes, and you I, and I I talk really fast, so it's and perfect. it's perfect. Uh, I also want to say the album comes out Friday, February. 28th. If you're listening to this episode, it's tomorrow is when it'll come out. So you can pre-order it on Spotify. You can pre, uh, you know, save it. And there's videos out already. There's some videos out you can find. uh, There'll be a CD release, a vinyl release. Not yet. We'll see. Maybe. Let's hope. But I will be at Amoeba signing CDs and uh, things like that on March the 5th in Los Angeles. And if you look at my lisaloeb.com website or my Instagram at Lisa Loeb or my Twitter at Lisa Loeb or official Lisa Loeb on Facebook, you'll see all kinds of things. I'm going to be doing a lot of like Skype conversations mm-hmm. and Q and A's and music performances and things around the country. So you can uh, check that out. Now, if I get a, if I get uh, some, uh, some CDs for our listeners, can I hook up with you and have you sign them? Yes. We'll do you that. Can. Okay. Lisa, uh, our playout song is going to be something from lullaby girl, but I'm going to let you pick. Here's what I have queued up and ready. Be my baby. Don't stop. Dream a little dream, or what the world needs now is love. Oh gosh, I, I, you have to eeny meeny miny mo it. It's just I can't choose. Well, I think that is my my baby. That album is my baby. Well, what the world needs now yeah. is love. So let's do that oh, one. Oh yeah. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just. Too little love What the world needs now Is love, sweet love No, not just for some But for everyone Lord, we don't need another mountain There are mountains and hillsides Enough to climb There are oceans and rivers Enough to cross, enough to last Till the end of time What the world needs now Is love, sweet love It's the only thing that there's just Too little love What the world needs now Is love just for some, but for everyone. Lord, we don't need another meadow. There are cornfields and wheat fields enough to grow. There are sunbeams and moonbeams enough to shine. Listen, Lord, if you want to know What the world needs now is love, sweet love. No, not just for some, oh, but just. Just.